The views on this program do not reflect those of ONTV or its board of directors. Welcome to OAA Now, your home for Oakland Activities Association news and information. Here's your host, Sammy Terramina. Welcome to OAA Now here. I'm Sammy Terramina, blogger of Across the OAA, and one of the hosts of Sammy Terramina, and one of the hosts of um, Last Three Brain Cells on Oregon Neighborhood Television. I got him here, Ian, this week here. Um, beautiful sunny day. Oh, what a Monday. This is a... Is this the last hurrah, Sammy? I think it is. 64 degrees, sunny all day, and then it starts getting chilly for us, but beautiful day. Mm Mm-hmm. Get outside. Enjoy this weather. Much beautiful day. Yeah, and we are hoping this weather holds on for the big games coming up. Coming up, yeah, silver at them. You know, um, we're going to talk a lot about that. We're also going to bring up some volleyball this week. We're going to also bring up some cross-country at the state meet this weekend. Yes. Um, The weather... God's got together and said these kids deserve a break. <laughs> yes, they do. For a lot of reasons. No rain, no nothing. It was nice. So. And also some breaking news in the girls' basketball front. We'll talk about that as well. So, um, Ian, we're going to kick off the, um, the show with the, um, the OA Roundup. Of course, um, a lot to break down, especially with yeah, everything that's a lot that of re- went on. A lot of results, a lot of things to chit-chat about. Okay, it's a Roundup. All right, teams are being whittled down one by one in football, right? Mm -hmm. And we had a huge game, Adams versus Oxford last Friday, and it was Adams 42-7 over the Wildcats. Sammy shakes his head. Um, We both thought it would be closer than this, and we'll Mm -hmm. break this game down a little bit. Yeah. But, yes, it was 42-7. Adams remains undefeated, still rolling. Through the playoffs, just like did the regular season. Unbelievable. Adams Parker Pico had three rushing touchdowns, 30-yard passing TD to Joey Shallow. And Griffin uh, Henke uh, and uh, Nick Patera mm-hmm. each had a running touchdown each for Oxford. Brady uh, Carpenter had a 35-yard touchdown pass to Trent Meyer. Unbelievable game. Uh, stunner, in a way, but... Very stunning. Adams on a mission. Mm-hmm. West Bloomfield met up with Detroit CC in the swamp, and West Bloomfield comes through on top, 35-21. to West Bloomfield's Dylan Tatum, three rushing touchdowns. What can you say? He's actually going for that Michigan, Michigan, Michigan Mr. Football Award, very similar to what Dominic Edwards did last year. Yeah, I think he'll be a finalist He'll be a sure. finalist for sure. <laughs> uh, Recon Nance, 28-yard TD pass to D'Angelo Thomas. And Kenneth Jones, a four-yard rushing touchdown for the Lakers. I'm high on Kenneth Jones. Really high on this guy. Yeah, and the performance, and they cleaned up the penalties. Yes, they did. We'll probably talk about that, too, So uh, from a week ago. Mm -hmm. All right, some volleyball district finals. Uh, Volleyball's kind of flown under the radar on Mm -hmm. this show, and we always like to try to get some of these results in, as Sammy and I are both OAA volleyball fans. But here we are, the district finals. Novi, 3-0 over North Farmington. Yep, they, I remember that one when they stunned West Bluefield. North Farmington did in the um, district semis. That's right. Stony Creek, 3-0 over Utica Eisenhower. 
Stony Creek still alive. Yeah. Berkeley three nothing over Detroit Renaissance. Good victory there. Mm-hmm. Lake Orion three nothing over Avondale. Yep. Troy three to two over Troy Athens. That game was a classic. That was that went into the final uh, frame was, yeah. in 15-13, right? Yeah, in the fifth set. Yep. Amazing. Lakeland three to one over Clarkston. The Wolves fall. We gotta break that one down. I mean, I knew Clarkston living on the edge, but I didn't think that would be that would be the outcome there. And Detroit Country Day, 3-0 over Ferndale. Ferndale Falls. That Their was season not surprising. Yep. All right. Now, so here are your volleyball regional matchups. At Livonia Churchill, Berkeley Fordson, Gross Point South, and Robichaud. Mm-hmm. At Novi, you have Lake Orion, Lakeland going head-to-head. Yep. And Novi against Birmingham Marion. Is that a loaded regional That is a what? brutal, brutal regional. My I mean, goodness. how many state titles are sitting inside that? There is a lot of state titles <laughs> And in state finals. State finals. Long, yeah, yep. that is a brutal regional. Mm-hmm. And the other one is, what does that say? Chippewa Valley. Chippewa Valley. Stony Creek versus Dakota. That should be a good one. It should be. And Troy against Utica Ford. Should be um, really interesting. Those are your matchups in the regionals. Those are the results of the football and volleyball districts. That's the roundup. All right. Um. All right. Let's break football <laughs> down first. I mean, like, obviously. Um, wow. <laughs> that was me. Burst of music. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so the- that's about how surprised I was about that Adams-Oxford game. Well, here's the thing. With Adams, you know the midline veer. You know the veer offense they run. Yes. We it talk about really, it all the time. It is re- if you're an opponent, it is really difficult to replicate it in practice. It is really, really difficult to replicate it because – you got to know every single form of veer there is. You got to know outside veer. You got to know midline veer. You got to know outside veer. Now, what Adams did in that game against Oxford was kill them with the outside veer, which is basically. They couldn't contain it. Couldn't contain it. You know, it's a really hard offense to contain. And you look at the. And Adams, in truly in the entire league this year, is the only team. Seaholm, you can say they do run some sort of veer as well, but not to the degree that Adams runs. Adams runs it to perfection. Yes. And, and they have been and they for have a while. Been for a while. Ever since Tony Pacino got there back in 2002. And that was the year Adams won their first state title. Won their state title back in 02. Yeah. So when you really look at with Adams, you know, the veer has been a huge, huge implement to their program. And, you know, and you got to give, and this is the team that to do it with. And it counteracts depth. You know, it counteracts depth when you see all these bigger teams. Yeah. You know, and Adams, you have a really small team. The veer usually counteracts depth because it's a time possession offense. What it is. And with the way Adams has run their offense, run the program, I mean, they have an identity. Yes, they do. They, of all the, you know, all the teams, in my opinion, in the OAA, that that team has the most solidified identity. You know what you're getting. Yep. You know what you're getting year in, year out. Is it successful some years? Does it limp along a couple of years? But you mm-hmm. know what you are getting. You know it's almost getting. like Bud Raleigh, the old Bud Raleigh teams. You know what you're getting. We're mm-hmm. running it down your throat. Right. We're coming at you. We're going body on body, and we're going to go at you. With, right. with the Veer, it's such an illusion offense. You know, it's an illusion offense, basically, because 
there's like one play you're like you don't know if you're like i mean and then like a few plays later i mean a few um a few seconds later they're like about 10 yards you know and that's what the veer does you know what yeah. i mean if you're basically going like you know quarterback has so many options you know what i mean in the veer you can you can either dive it you can either dive he can run zone read option off it he can even he can even do there's so many ways he can run that offense you yeah. know what i mean throughout the veer you know and it's it's a it's an illusion offense it you know, is. And it's really and, hard for a defense to prepare. And when you have a team that is clicking on all cylinders like Adams has been all season, and we can even go back to, to last year, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's almost like Stony Creek of, what, three years ago. We knew it was coming. Yeah, we knew it was coming with Stony Creek, but and, Adams has but, been just – But Adams is with this offense and the way they – you know, they've – last year even, the strength they had, it's like, here we go. We know what we're getting. And it's finally gone. It's, it's 100%. It's just clicking – and it's clicking. People are having a hard time with it. I know people are having a hard They're time. They're making with them it. look silly. They're sometimes. making them look like silly sometimes. I mean, like obviously, when you're running that offense, it's an illusion offense. You know, you look at obviously, and this is not a surprise with them with Adams because they're the only team in the league that really runs this type of offense. They can run all sorts of veer from this offense. I mean, like. And you look at obviously because it's a very and especially against a team like Oxford, yeah. you know who is coming in red hot. Oh, beat some real the- legit teams there, and to hold that team to seven points defensively, that's a huge credit to um to Adams' defense, the coaching staff. I mean, like I what mean, they off- did. offense is one thing, mm-hmm. but you're right to shut down that o- to Oxford to seven. Team, an experienced team. I mean. I know in the combined meetings between um, Adams and Oxford was 66 to 17 this year. Wow. That was your combined wow. score. And <laughs> you look at what they did, and especially against a NFL-type style offense that Oxford runs, um, to shut down Salvacaro, who had a heck of a game against Clarkston oh, the yeah. week prior. Legendary Legendary performance against Clarkston, and they shut him down. And then you look at um, – Shutting down Brady Carpenter, they shut down Alec Brown, they shut down the offense. I mean, like, they basically they had their way with Oxford in this yes, game. Yes, they did. And to tag them for 42. So and they and, had running clock on them. Uh, yeah. You yeah. Know? Yeah. You you tag 42, you're gonna have that clock rolling. And they sh- and they shortened the game. And that was what we were talking about too. Both teams running the ball. Mm-hmm. It'll be a shorter game anyway. Right. Right. So now you have a running clock. And no way out of that hole. What do you? And it, it was a, an awesome performance by Adams. Real good performance by and, Adams. And it's also one of these things too, where it's like teams that know each other, right? Mm-hmm. And um, they know each other, and they know each other too. Know each other very well, right? Mm-hmm. And so, uh, just like going into West Boom, they know each other. Mm-hmm. The next opponent, which yep. we'll talk about in a sec, but it's they know each other, so you can scheme mm-hmm. to a known opponent, right? right. So it's not right. like Rockford's rolling over or you're getting or somebody. Or Grand Blank, you Grand know Blank I mean? or Eastland or whatever, mm-hmm. right? It's some team that you don't play all the time. You you have people watching these games all the time. You know each other. Mm-hmm. And Adams did a great job of adjusting, especially on that defense side of the ball. Yeah, they shut down Oxford. And you shut know? them down. That, and Oxford loses so much next year. Yeah, they lose so much. You know, they lose Carpenter, they lose Vaccaro, they lose. The only one that's truly back on that team next year is Tate Mir. Mm. So that'll be something to keep a real close eye on. 
Yeah, that was, it's almost like, uh, you know, Oxford was running so hard for so long, you know, in a sudden death playoff situation just to get into the playoffs that mm-hmm. maybe they just ran out of gas. And they beat some good teams. They did to get in mm-hmm. and, and to keep that, that win streak alive to get, get to Adams. But I, I you know, I, I think maybe just the gas tank, they, I mean, they're run on fumes and they just. Maybe. I mean, that can get you. You it know, can. you go one and done. and It can absolutely can. They've been I in mean, a one and done situation for the last four weeks. I know. Or five I mean, weeks or whatever five, it's been. Five, six weeks. You know what I mean? They've been in that situation. Yeah. Um, And then you look at, obviously, the other game, West Bloopy and Nova Detroit Catholic Central. So, yeah. It went back and forth. <laughs> that game went back and forth. Um, but West Bloomfield got a huge touchdown. They scored 28 in the second quarter. Second quarter, that was the difference in that game. Wow. Um, the big one, the big play, I thought, was Raekwon Nance's touchdown to D'Angelo Thomas. That was a huge play. Um, Dylan Tatum, of course, had a um, really nice game. Um, three touchdowns. Um, all of it from, Most of them from the Wildcat position. Mm. Um, and Kenneth Jones, I mean, I thought... You know, look what I think he's having a breakout postseason. Obviously, I mean, a lot of people look at West Bloomfield and say, "Okay." A lot of people were concerned about this team with, when it came to penalties because when I was at the game yes. with Novi, when I was at the game against Novi, they had, they tw- were, they had way too many penalties in that game. So I heard it was like twenty, mm-hmm. twenty penalties. Yep, and uh, that's astounding, mm-hmm. especially for a championship. Battle tested, mm-hmm. experienced yep. program, and to have twenty penalties. that's in, the penalties. That's that was insane. against Nova, yeah. yeah. And then they clean it up against Nova Detroit Catholic Central. You know, they Oh, you had to. They had some, if, but not to the extent like they did against Nova. I mean, Nova. you're always gonna have some sort of penalties, right? Mm-hmm. But not like the ones you were talking about. I mean, it was like personal foul here or whatever. Or after the sportsman like after the after the plays <sighs> over stuff, you're shaking your head. But that's the stuff that kills you. Those are drive killers. They're drive, drive killers. They're drive killers and they're playoff run killers. Mm-hmm. If you don't watch yourself, and it looks they got it under control, right? And, and now they took care of Nova Detroit Catholic Central team who just who beat Davison earlier in the year. Yeah, I mean, they. I mean, like I know they have the Elboy m- mantra. You know what I mean? The Elboy mentality. You know that is their nickname, the Elboys. Okay. Um, but when you look at that game, you know obviously the defense did just enough against against the Shamrocks, you know, to move on. I mean, the offense did just enough. I mean, I mean, West Bloomfield, if they stay mistake-free, penalty-free, there's no reason why this team shouldn't have a deep postseason run yeah. or get back to the state final. I mean, like, I mean, you really look at West Bloomfield, the championship pedigree, you know, they had that, Um, they've had that championship pedigree and basically – Using it to their perfection. I mean, Dylan Tatum's basically playing the role of Donovan Edwards right now. Yeah. I mean, Kenneth Jones basically playing the role of Dylan Tatum right now. I mean, you got Samaj Morgan to the outside. You got D'Angelo yeah. Thomas on the other side. You got Raekwon Nance at quarterback. I mean, like the talent. And then the defense, Michael yeah. Williams on the on the on, at the defensive end spot. I mean, like you. I mean, Brandon Davis Swan. You got Amir Herring. I mean, like <laughs> names, names, names. Yes. I mean, like it, I mean, that's crazy. Yeah. With what coach um Therese Grace has over there at West Bloomfield. Real crazy. Yeah. And they tighten they tightened it they up. They tightened it up. They clean it up. They clean up the disciplines. They yes. clean up the penalties. I mean, it's a big, big, big win for West Bloomfield to knock off Novi Detroit Catholic Central like that. It certainly guarantees an OA school being the state semifinals. Yes. I mean, like for division one. I, I mean yep. like it guarantee virtually guarantees it, you know. On the other side, 
You got Sterling Heights Stevenson um, taking on Macomb, Dakota. I mean, that was a huge shock what they did to Romeo. Um, you got Belbo and Dearborn Fortson on the other side. And then you have Grand Blank and Rockford await the winner of Rochester Adams and um, West Bloomfield. Wow. I mean, and those are. <laughs> I mean, there's no gimmies, man. No. No gimmies. No, but to West Bloomfield's case, you know. Experience matters, you know what oh, I mean? Oh, yes, it does. Experience matters. I mean, like, and, you know, what what they did against a very proud nobody Detroit Catholic Central team, um, they just they just beat them up front. They just beat them, yeah. you know? They were they were the Lakers we know. They were the Lakers we know. Right. The, the ones you expect, the ones, the ones you I know. The ones I expected, the ones I know. Yeah. I mean, like, can they be a little... Little kooky, a little bit, <laughs> sure, but you know what? But they did everything. Yeah, they took care of business. They have a they have a, a district mitten, and now they get to go um, mm. into the regional final, which is we're going to preview that game, and I think that's going to be real shortly here. I mean, like because these are the two OA teams. This is virtually the OA championship game. It is. It the is red champion versus the white champion, and it's a it's a and it's a rematch. A rematch. How well, how awesome can this be? After a week one, 35-17, Adams win in the swamp. They met Parker Pico, who had a explosive game in that game. Um, Brady Prescott had a touchdown in that game as well. I mean, like, it was a stunning upset Rematch. when Adams and West Bloomfield Don't played. you think West Bloomfield is chopping, chopping at the bit to repay the favor at Adams. Rochester Adams Field? Yes. Oh, they. You know. You gotta be. This has got the storylines, man. This There's is a ton of storylines coming this, is, this game. <laughs> ton of storylines. You couldn't. You know. You couldn't have asked for a better pairing. Yeah. These two going together. One trying to repeat as a state champion. One's trying to stay undefeated and get there for the first time. Would you say 2002? First time since 2000. No, no, they were they were they made the Division One state semis back in 05. I remember but, that. But try to get to the finals. Try to get to Ford Field. Mm-hmm. It's been a while. It's been a long while for Adams. Right, and they are they all season, and you go undefeated, and you're taking care of people. Mm-hmm. You know, just flummoxing them with that veer offense, and mm-hmm. now here you go, West Bloomfield going. Okay, you got us week one. Makes got- sense that we'd have a hard time with that week mm-hmm. one, but we've had all season. We've had all season. We want <laughs> to get you back. To figure it out. We've had all season to figure it out. You know, if you're West Bloomfield. Oh, man. This I'm is getting hyped up for this game already. This is the matchup you want because here's here's what it's going to ha- Here's what it's, it's, it's a great matchup of two different styles. I mean, West Bloomfield runs the RPO. Adams with the Veer. I mean, like, yeah. it's basically, you know, I mean, I mean, both teams got really good quarterbacks. I mean, West Bloom, Raekwon Nance, Adams, Parker Pico. Yes. I mean, both got good running games. I mean, Dylan Tatum, you got Griffin Hankey on the other side. Both teams got great wide receivers. Samaj Morgan, Brady Prescorn, Joey Sal on the other side. I mean, so this is everything got written over. Oh, it does. And the name recognition. So it's it's like you have, I don't, I don't know how to explain it. Like, um, That's not talking Marco DeSers either. No, and but with West Bloomfield, it's like, they have been the Cadillac, man. I mean, right. they're the Porsche. They are. They are, they got the names. They got these Division One guys. They are loaded with athletes that everybody across the state knows their name. Yep. Even in the Midwest, they yep. know these guys. They names. know these guys. Yes. They're recruited nationally. Mm-hmm. Right. Right. And then here's Adams. And then here's Adams. Just Parker Pico, the baseball. Parker Pico, the baseball commit going to Alabama, and he's only a junior. Athletes, right? But they. It's like. 
I don't want to say under the radar, mm-hmm. but you. I mean, but that happens when you win a state title, right? When you win right? a state title, mm-hmm. you win a state title. People know who you are. They know yep. you're. You know, it, it gets out. Mm-hmm. Adams is one of those teams that you go, okay, fine. We yeah. know what you got. You got the pedigree. You got the. You have the hardware. You've got the names. And we beat you week one. And we beat you in the swamp. Yes, on the road. Yes, mm-hmm. it was in the swamp. They beat you. And I remember week one when we were talking about that game going, whoa, mm-hmm. what was that all about? Well, I had Adams ranked number two to start the year in the yes. football preview show. And I had West Boobie number one because uh, I knew how good Adams was. Yes. Especially when you look at the experience they had coming back with the veer and everything. But still, week one going in there and taking care of taking business. Care of business wow. in the swamp. That's, that's huge. And that set the table for... At the rest of Adam's season. Yes, I mean, they haven't that... lost since. Rolling. And then you look at West Boomer. They haven't lost since that game. I know. You know? Something's got to give. Something's got to give. I yeah. mean, like, you know, coaching matchups interesting between Therese Grice and Tony Petrito. Um, I am very curious to see how this game's going to pan out. Be- so, but me too. I mean, we could talk about this game for the rest of the yes. show. I mean, it, this is one of those... You break it down. Oh, man. This is one of those games that you just look at and go, oh. You know, if you're a, a football fan, high school football fan, this is the one you want to see. Mm-hmm. This is the one that's been up all season to go yep. see. This is the game. This is the rem- And if you can rem- get there, go. Yep. Um, I'm hoping it's streamed. Adams is a tough place to get uh, a live uh, game out true. of. It's yes. a pain. We've tried. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the the. The press box is so teeny, and seating and stuff, it's kind of a pain in the neck. Even with the new refurbished press yes, box. Yes, it's so small. It, mm-hmm. it is really small. I mean, it's for what the needs that they have, but mm-hmm. for media, it's just difficult. It's brutal. Tough angles, tough sight lines for cameras and such. Mm-hmm. But um, this, has, be... this has to be televised. Yes, I mean, this has I would to be. say if— If Valley Sports I'm... Detroit does not get this game— Something's wrong. I was just saying that. I go, this is the game that needs to be on. This is the game that needs to be on Valley Sports yes. Detroit because this is a rematch of a 35-17 game. This is a – it's got defending, every storyline Defending state it. champion. Defending state trying champions. Trying to stay alive. Trying to stay alive against Severe. That's the storyline, you know. And then the winner of this is going to either take on Rockford or Grand Blank. I will tell you what. <laughs> I think when I'm looking at this matchup here, I think – and I think – People are going to – and I'm going to be a bold guy here. You're I always think, bold. You always take take the uh, I think sideways. Adams and West Bloomfield are better than Grand Blank and Rockford, respectively. Ooh. Rockford, we know, has had a really nice year. They got a Mr. Football candidate in their quarterback. Grand Blank's got a good running back in Elijah Davis-Anderson. Um, Both these teams are very, very, very deep teams. Both these teams are very deep. So when you look at it here, let's say hypothetically, it's Adams and West Blue. If Ad- it's Adams against like a Rockford or Grand Blank. Yeah. You know that fear will take care of a lot of depth problems. Yes. And if it's West Bloomfield, West Bloomfield's got championship pedigree experience. So. You think the OAA is solid regardless of what the outcome of that game is? I think they're going to be solid. I think I think when you look at it here, I think they got a great chance to get the state title game. I really think whoever wins that game has got a great chance to get the state title game. I, I, I'm not sold on Grand Blank. I'm not sold on Rockford. Neither team. I am not sold on. So when I look at the matchup here, and then on the other <laughs> side you have 
Other side, you have Belva Fordson and Macomb Dakota versus Sterling Heights Stevenson. Yeah. You know Macomb and an old Mac Red team is going to be on the other side. And then on the other side, you're, you know an OA school is going to be taking on either a Saginaw Valley opponent or a um, Ottawa Kent opponent. Yeah. So it'd be very interesting to see yeah, what happens. It, yeah, even – even with the, the buildup and the hype of West Bloomfield Adams for us is great. Mm-hmm. Um, a matchup with those teams, whoever comes out of this side, it's th- we have we have some good teams, a lot of historically good teams, just waiting in the wings to mm-hmm. try to make their way to Ford Field. And yeah, mm-hmm. yeah I'm excited. It's um, when I heard West Bloomfield won and. Like, ooh boy. You know, this is, this is the game. This is the game. This it's is the game. Match. It's the rematch. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, this is one of those, and I hope it lives up to I hope so, uh, too. the buildup that we're giving it because this could be a ton, a ton of fun. Mm-hmm. And the Highlanders are just hungry, man. I mean, aren't they hungry? Severe against the Elboys. But I mean, the, the gold rush against but, the Elboys. But look at the, the fan base and the, the, the kids and the whole community. I mean, Adams. It's like this is the natural progression, right? Mm-hmm. We've been waiting for something like this for them to break out. Well, they've Can always they had, do they've it. They've always had that. It comes down to player personnel for them. Yes. They've always had that. West Bloomfield, we know what they have. Adams, we know what they have. It's the matchup that we've been looking at. Severe, severe offense against the RPO. The Raekwon Nance versus Parker Picot. Dylan Tatum versus Griffin Hankey. Samaj Morgan and Michael Thomas against, against Brady Prescord and Joey Shadow. Comes down the line play. You got mm, you got Absolutely. You got Hassan Murray against um against Amir Herring. You know what I mean? Great, great individual matchups in this game. Yeah. yeah. There's so many like we were mentioned, like well, storylines, yeah, story and the the one-on-ones. It's like um, when I call soccer matches and things, you you know, if people don't know soccer, you just watch, and it's like, hey, there's stuff going on, and you're just, you know, cheering on your team. Inside the game, there's all these different little battles going on, right? I mean, you got individual players going head-to-head. Same thing here mm-hmm. that pe- people just watch the general, oh, it's a big play or whatever, but the fun part about what this game is going to be, and football in general, for my opinion, is I love watching those individual battles mm-hmm. because it's amazing how one or two plays by individuals can change the scope of a game in an instant, mm-hmm. right? And we've got, like you said, the names you just rattle off. I go, those are all the guys, and when they come together as a unit, then we get a classic, mm-hmm. right? And, and I expect this game will be a classic. Oh, I'm hoping it's a classic. I'm hoping that, too. We'll see what happens. Absolutely. The question is scoring. Yeah. <laughs> Good defense on both sides. Good defense on both sides. We don't know what the weather's going to be looking like. It could be really cold. Yes. Um, I mean, the wind could be an issue. Yep. Um, yeah. Especially if you're a RPO offense like West Bluefield is. Um, Adams, you really don't need to throw it a lot because you know what the Veer does. It's more yep. of a running offense. Yep. Uh, they're playing on um, artificial s- surfaces, mm-hmm. so... Mm-hmm. If it's raining and stuff, you know, that usually is nullified a little bit. Might be a little slippery. If it's dry, all the better. Yep. I'm hoping for a 64-degree sunny sunny day to lead into happen. that game. That'd be awesome. I don't think that'll happen, though. <laughs> I really don't. Hey, I'm trying to be 
trying to be, uh, what mm-hmm. do you call it? Uh, think forward, think positive. Think right? positive, yes. <laughs> uh, let's go now from, from football a little bit. I want to talk a little volleyball. I mean, yes. we haven't talked volleyball all season long. No, here. no. Um, yep. I think this is going to be really, we're at the regional rounds for volleyball. Um, the district finals, obviously, have concluded. A um, couple of surprises, obviously. Um, the districts were probably ex- what I thought it would be. Probably the biggest upset for me would be Lakeland beating Clarkston. Yeah. Um, and I knew we're Clark- so used to seeing Clarkston so deep into the I'm deep in the postseason. Yeah, postseason. You know, a lot of things. You know, you look at Lake Orion and Clarkston have always been in the same district. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Um, I mean, like, but when you look at Clarkston losing to Lakeland, Clarkston this year has been a team living on the edge. I mean, I know they had a new coach in Allison Smith this year. Um, but they're a team that was living on the edge. They went, they went five with Lake Orion, five with Stony Creek. Um, they had went five with Troy. I mean, I mean, they they just couldn't find a way to figure things out, you know, in that game against Lakeland. Now Lakeland had home court. Yeah, that's what matters here. I mean, I know it'd be really it was it can be, having home court is very vital in a district or regional setting. And I really think, you know, that was an important factor. When you look at Lakeland's wins this year, most of them were on their home court. They won the Lakes Valley Tournament on their home court. They won a district tournament on their home court. Mm. Now they get to go on the road to a Novi and take on a Lake Orion team that's just been almost like, um, I'm not saying this is a flawless team. They're not a flawless team. but Lake Orient's had some lumps. They played a tough schedule. I mean, Lake Orient's got a very good star player, Nina Horning. I mean, like, and when you look at Lakeland, you know, they're a scrappy team. They're they're very scrappy. I mean, so when you look at Lakeland, you know, how they did this to Clarkson, which is insane. I'm curious to see how they do this against Lake Orient. Yeah. You know what I mean? On the road at Novi. I think Lake Orion is more battle tested than Lakeland, but you never know. Yeah. So, and then. Yeah, the playoffs don't, the postseason does not rattle Lake Orion. No. They've, they've been in the postseason deep runs. Well, they lost number the number of years last year to Clarkston. Yeah. I mean, but. But like, they've played, they, it goes back to your mantra of you play tough opponents, it seasons you. Mm hmm. OA Red. That seasons you. Seasons you. The tournaments they play, the quality of opponents they Mm -hmm. play all the time. It seasons you. And everybody looks at a team like Birmingham Marion. And Mm -hmm. you look, yes, they're legit this year. (laughs) I've watched a State Chance W podcast on on Birmingham Marion. I know they have an assistant coach who's on that podcast in Vince Muscat. I know they have some very good players. So when you look at this matchup with Novi brewing for them, I think this has got upset trap and over for them. I really do. Um, taking on Novi, the host school, you know you're going to have a raucous crowd there. So if you're Birmingham Marion, this has 2011 written all over for me with Birmingham Marion. This has 2011. When overwhelming favorite goes into an opponent's home gym and... And stumbles. And stumbles, yeah. That's what happens. And when I'm looking at it here, I think that could happen here at that regional Nova. But that region is oh, it's stacked. Brutal. It's stacked. I mean, like, 
if you would imagine if Clarkson would have been there instead of Lakeland. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I know. I mean, Lake Orin Clarkson and then um and then um Novi Marion. I mean like Yeah. And but now you have Lakeland. If you're a here. fan of volleyball, that's the one to go that's to. That's the regional to go to. Um Obviously, you got the two other regionals around OA schools that cover. Um, the one at Livonia at um, Churchill, obviously, with Berkeley taking on Dearborn Fortson. Yeah. With that winner taking on Growth Point South and Dearborn Heights Robichaux. I'm I wrote a comment on it with Berkeley. I think Berkeley's a team that needs to make that next step. They have knocked off Detroit Renaissance twice now. Second straight year, they knocked off the Phoenix. And you look at Berkeley, you know, this is a program that has been making their way up up the pedestal. If they can have either a strong showing in the regional final or even win it, I think that regional looks winnable for Berkeley, even though you got Growth Point South and Dearborn Heights Robichaux there. Both of them are really good teams. I think Berkeley could make could make some headwaves. And possibly make a state quarterfinal appearance. I I I've said that about this team. They have a shot to do it. If Berkeley can somehow at least show a strong showing, because if they lose in the state semifinals to Dearborn Fortson, I would cause you know what maybe a little bit of a disappointment. Really? Because I think if they want to make that next stride as a program, you win a regional game, get the regional final. Yeah. It because that regional looks very winnable. You know, the two other yeah, regionals. Yeah, it's, no, it's not Novi. It's not Novi. <laughs> it is not Chippewa Valley. No. But I'm just saying to you, is that region looks winnable. It, it looks winnable. Yeah. I mean, and then you look at, at Chippewa Valley, you got Stony Creek taking on Macomb, Dakota. That's, and then That should be entertaining. That should be very interesting because Stony Creek's had a miserable season in the red. Just miserable. I mean, everybody was beating them left and right. And then they started to play their best volleyball once the districts came. They knocked off Rochester. They knocked off Port Huron Northern. And then they knocked off Utica Eisenhower. And we've seen teams from the red do that. Uh-huh. You have mediocre regular season, and all of a sudden, mm-hmm. something clicks. Something clicks. You know, and then you look at, um, you know, and, and Stony Creek won that one that was on their home, home court. But the team that's probably the most oddest one who's in there is <laughs> Troy. Yeah. Because they had a classic with Troy Athens that oh, went. Man. That was. Went the distance. It went the said. distance. It couldn't go any further. At Athens. <laughs> it, was at, it was at Athens. You know how Troy and Troy Athens, oh, that rivalry is. Huge. Huge. Troy, Troy's Twitter page calls um, Troy Athens that school down the road. I've heard of that before. Yeah, you heard that. <laughs> I mean, it's not like Michigan, Michigan State. You know what I mean? But Troy, Troy, Athens is is a pretty good, pretty healthy rivalry. Oh yes, it is. I mean, I mean, you look at Troy's path. They knocked off um Groves. They had to beat Warren Mott, and then they beat um Troy Athens. That was a if if that's not confidence, you know, for Coach yeah. um for Coach Vigilant. I mean, like um, I think for Troy. For them, for me, for Troy, it's making that next step. Because the reason why I say this for Troy is because when you really look at Troy, I mean, they have not made it past the regional semifinals. I mean, they made it to the regional final 
they've not made it out of the regionals. If they want to make that next step in the program, they have to really make – they have to win that regional. Yeah. And I don't know if I see that happening, especially because you have Stony Creek and Macomb, Dakota. Macomb, Dakota is a really good team. They just knocked off a state powerhouse in New Baltimore Inca Bay in the district semifinals. Yes. I mean, you, yeah. re- you really look at that match with Stony Creek. It could go three. It could go four. Maybe the distance. I mean, like, it, I mean, like, to me, that district of Chippewa Valley looks like it's Macomb Dakota's to lose. Because I think when you look at the teams there that are coming in there, Macomb Dakota probably has the best chance to get the state quarterfinals out of that district. No, I agree. It's mm-hmm. it's one of those, uh, you know what you're getting with Dakota, man. Mm-hmm. They've been there. They're tough. Been there. Tough. And, and we've seen a lot of OE schools play Dakota in tournaments, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, that you want to, you know it's over there on the east side. Yeah. And you want to sample a little of that so you know what you're getting into. That's what you know you're right? These coaches into. know what they're doing. Oh, absolutely. They know right? what they're doing. Especially the uh, top-tier teams that are, have have been making those runs to the playoffs year after year after year. Mm-hmm. Or challenging for league titles here in the OAA. Absolutely. So, yeah, Dakota is – it's one of those names on – when you see it on the ledger, you're like, Ugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We better be ready because they can hand it to you quick. Absolutely. And, and it can, can be over you. fast if you're not – Absolutely, they can hand it careful. to you. You know what I mean? I mean, I'm thinking when you look at Macomb, Dakota, and you're – you know, and I think that's going to be really interesting to see what happens there. Yeah. Um, really interesting. Um. And then you look at the um, and then you look at obviously we talked Livonia Clarenceville, um, uh, Livonia Churchill obviously with Berkeley, yeah. Um, and then of course there's Novi, and you look at that <laughs> regional. Oh, how do you explain? I mean, it? it is it is a murderer's row. I mean, it, it is, is it is it is brutal. It uh, is murderer's row. And but, but but look at the teams that are in there, right? Mm-hmm. Teams that are seasoned, they are established programs. They have a lot of hardware, you know, in their gymnasiums from winning league titles, districts, regionals, state, right? I mean, these teams and these coaches know what they're getting into. Mm-hmm. So obviously, this is the stiffest competition of all the region. Absolutely, and. I think anybody who comes out of that one I have a great is, shot to has a state title. great shot. Really nice chance. I'm looking at this one here. You got Lake Orion versus Lakeland. I think Lake Orion will win that one. I think the Dragons will win that one. There's no gimmies no. in this. And then you have Birmingham, Marion, and Novi. I'm calling it right now. I think there's going to be an upset. upset. I think it'll be an upset. Wow. And then a regional final rematch here. I think it's going to be Lake Orion. No, I think it's going to be. I really like Novi in this regional because so do of I. the experience. Yes, the home court home matters. Court. You home can't, court matters. You t- you brought up home court, mm-hmm. and we've seen how teams using that home court can just flip an entire district. It can flip a regional. It can flip a whole thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, go back to Romeo. Yeah. Remember uh, the odd way they set up the uh, courts yeah, in Romeo? Yeah, 32 mile, yeah. Right? And teams go in there and go, what is this? And it can throw you a little bit. 
absolutely can throw you off right? a little bit. That that was a rant he was. I remember several years mm-hmm. ago. <laughs> yeah, when Lake Orion went to Romeo there, and they played. were favored and just they lost. Yeah. So, but yeah, it's home court matters. It does. It it truly, truly does. It truly matters. I mean, like obviously that's something you got to really keep a close eye on. Yeah. I mean, people look at Birmingham Marion, and you know, yeah, they came up, they beat Farm Tilt Mercy. I've seen all the hype surrounding Birmingham Marion, you know, like possible repeats of state yeah, yeah. champions, possible repeats, yeah. you know. But I'm telling you. You're taking Novi in the upset. I am taking Novi because of home court matters. Yes, they're very talented. They're very good. But I just think at the end of the day here, um, Birmingham, I just think I just think that Novi with that raucous crowd is going to take that game over Birmingham. I, I just think that's going to happen. Yeah. I don't know if Birmingham Marion has ever been, has ever dealt with a hostile, ruckus crowd, you know? Yeah. Farmtail's mercy doesn't count. But with Novi, it could very well You know happen. that Jim's, Jim's going to be. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a big gym. Yeah. It's a big gym. So when do these games take place? Tuesday and Thursday. Okay. So we'll know next Monday, we'll know what, next Monday what the setup is uh, moving forward. Right, right, for the final week of the season. Awesome. Um, we got some breaking news to talk about here. Absolutely. We do. It's been a while since we've had any. Breaking news out of Berkeley. Um, Berkeley's got a new coach. Um, Cody Feltner has taken over the program. Um, Feltner um, comes over from, takes over um, the Bears program after a really interesting offseason, which saw um, – Cody, uh, which caught, which saw, um, which saw like a, um, Kirk Carroll and their former coach at Berkeley leave to be an assistant at Macomb Community College. Um, obviously, um, that is a huge story here. Um, I mean, Cody Feltner, of course, he took over Adam at Ferndale um, for one season, coaching their girls' basketball program. Um, had some struggles, but now you look at obviously, um, Feltner taking over program. Um, and it's a really late hire. So when you really look at it here, it's a really interesting situation. Confirmed on the MHA website. Um, you know, it's on my um, new blog across the way. Um, got a lot to talk about with this hire. I mean, like, obviously <laughs> with Berkeley. Um, yeah. Here's a team that, you know, let's not forget, this is probably one of the most um, unique situations. Obviously, you know, um, we know the coaching situations from – you know, this past off season. Um, but Feltner's a really interesting hire because they went outside. They went outside the box. Um I, they were actually forced to. I mean, like um Berkeley yeah. after um Carolyn left, they went with Ben Bancroft to take over the position, but there was an uproar within the community um that made them start the whole process all over again. Um so which you don't see that you that often, no, do you? you don't you know, really see that You kind of know who the successor is, either from the JV ranks or an assistant coach. It's been there a while. But, yeah, this was kind of kind of a funky situation and made them do it all over again. Yeah, and, made them do it all you know, over hopefully again. Hopefully the planets align and everything works out okay for these guys because there's some quality players on the, that squad. Well, especially when you have a returning player in Ashley Loon. I mean, that's a huge um, – you know, and I think Loon has really – He's been getting a lot of looks from colleges. I know that. Um, but when I look at Berkeley, you're playing a murder's role with non-conference schedule. You're playing a difficult schedule. You're playing um, – and then you have – you're playing the likes of Macomb, Dakota, obviously. It's not going to be an easy game. Um, 
and then you're playing the likes of, you know, and then, of course, you're going in the league play. Obviously, you're playing against Lake Orion, um, Oxford, Troy, Athens, um, Rochester, Adams, North Farmington, and Bloomfield Hills. That's not going to be an easy division for no, you. No, no. And then you have that district. You have Detroit Renaissance, um, Detroit Mumford, Royal Oak, and Oak Park. I mean, that's really, really difficult sledding. And especially for Feltner, who was hired so late. So late. I mean, tryouts are this week, right? I tryouts mean... start, you know, today on this Monday. They start today for girls basketball. I mean, like, so. Yeah, so it's not like they had all summer to Mm-mm. have, like, a, uh, you know, a summer league game or team going and, uh, you know, playing the offense and getting acclimated. This is where there's some questions for Berkeley. Because last season, program strength exactly killed them. You know, program strength really killed them, despite the fact they went to district final last year. Um, but when you look at Berkeley this year, obviously, you don't know what's going to happen. I mean, program strength is a complete mess over there. I mean, you don't know if players are going to play. You don't know if they're going to come back and play. I mean, I mean, obviously, but then, of course, you also had that volleyball run that their volleyball team is going through. And I know several volleyball players on Berkeley, also plays girls basketball. So you really look at this hire here. I mean, to have it so late in the game, it's really it's difficult. difficult. Yeah. I mean, like, it's going to be really difficult for them. I mean, you know, obviously when you look at the coaching hires this offseason, obviously Joe Marburg at Adams, Aaron Goodnow at Clarkston, um, Darren McAllister at West Bluefield, um, I mean, Allison Heidi at Groves, and then you look at um, – you know, those are some names you got to really keep a close eye on. Then, of course, you have the addition of Harper Woods into the OAA. You <laughs> yeah, know what I, mean? I forgot that, about that, yeah. And, and that is, I mean, and they are coming in for this, this season. Year, yeah, this yeah. season. I mean, yeah. like, obviously. And then, of course, you have new coaches at Pontiac and at Ferndale. We don't even we don't even know the head coach at Pontiac is yet. Wow. So, and then at and, then at, um, and they didn't even field a team last year. No, and neither did Ferndale. Ferndale's got a new coach in Alcatala who took wow, over. Oh, wow, wow. So, you know, yeah, this so, is going to be an interesting season, um, mm-hmm. and I know you. You're, we're gonna, or you're gonna share your top tens and all that I kind of stuff that coming this up. Weekend, yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So it'll be really interesting to see what happens. Awesome. It'll be really interesting to see what yeah. happens. So I yes. will release that this weekend on the blog at um at um in, in the across the OA blog. Um, I will um put the um blog up on my Twitter page. So right. it'll be something to keep a very close eye on. So this is something I probably should have done in the roundup. Mm-hmm. The cross country results, mm-hmm. right? But there was, uh, there's a lot to talk about, and I don't think the music would still be running if we went through some of these results. And we were talking about it, Sammy and I, as you guys know, we're big cross country and track fans, and we, uh, you know, we and Sammy's good at uh, getting out that information about who wins a title, who's doing what in the finals, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, cross country is a little different. It's uh, individual, yet it's a team sport, you know, all that kind of stuff. So. The OAA did pretty good on the mm-hmm. men's and women's D- Division One side of things. That uh, they did. And uh, they run at MIS, Michigan International Speedway. Mm-hmm. And on a 5K course up there that if you've ever seen it, you know, Sammy, you and I agree, it's not the greatest course. Um, but it is what it is. So they competed last Saturday on the 6th. And let's just start with the guys' side of things, shall we? Mm-hmm. Uh, just for general results, uh, Brighton, a 
phenomenal distance crew. I, I believe this is uh, their second state title in probably three years or four years. Mm-hmm. Takes a state title on the team side. Uh, but on the OAA side of things, the Lake Orion men, who we've talked about sporadically through the season. You know, mm-hmm. it's, this is a football-heavy podcast. Right. But the Lake Orion men finished ninth. One of the f- best finishes they've had in a very very long time. And this senior class really uh, pulled through for Coach Stan Ford at Lake Orion. And loaded with seniors have been running varsity all four years. And they scored 264 points, finishing ninth. So congratulations to the Dragons on the top 10 finish. Uh, Let me look for other OAA teams in here. And I see Royal Oak Mm -hmm. was 24th. Royal Oak was a really interesting team this year. Really interesting. Yeah, uh, to get in, um, it's always good to get in. It's such a so many teams compete. Twenty seven teams competing in this state final, and Troy, mm-hmm. uh, Troy was also in on the men's side of things, which is great Here, for them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, they, you know, uh, they had a good regional and they got in. They were twenty six out of twenty seven, but hey, man, you got to go right. Mm-hmm. Um, on the individual side of things, we have to give uh, credit to uh, where are we at here, um, Lake Orion. Uh, Clayton Kuiper, I believe that's who their top finisher was for Lake Orion. I'm turning blind here all of a sudden. I can't read these things. But he was in the 30s. And uh, actually, there he is. 48, my mistake. The senior uh, that's the top finisher for Lake Orion. I'm trying to find other OAA uh, runners. I think he was the top OAA finisher on the men's side of things. I'm Interesting. scrolling through here. So congratulations to uh, Kuiper. And who else? Any other highlights from these guys? But the, again, Lake Orion, mm-hmm. to to say that they ran as a team was a complete understatement. They mm-hmm. always finished in a pack, one, two, three, five, six, seven, ten, eleven, twelve, right? And it showed through for the top ten finish. Now on the women's side, a team we have not talked about in a number of years. Oxford. On the state level, Oxford. the Oxford women, my word, were they on fire this year. And people talk about Clarkston. People talk about, you know, Lake Orion. People talk about Clarkston Troy. had a mini dynasty there for a good five, six years. Seaholm, mm-hmm. huge, obviously. huge, multiple state titles, uh-huh. top ten finishes. But the Oxford women are usually on the outside. They, they're mm-hmm. fourth, right. just missing that qualifying spot. But this Oxford squad, Sammy, is loaded with freshmen. Three of their five ret- top-scoring five returners are all ninth graders. That, it w- That's insane. It's in- it is nuts to have that sort of depth. So congratulations to the Oxford women. Eighth overall in D1 State, which is awesome. The uh, They were just under 20 points away from Brighton, who was seventh. Romeo was sixth. Celine fifth. Northville, fourth. Traverse City Central third, Holland Wasada was second, Annabur Pioneer first with sixty-eight mm-hmm. ridiculous points. But there's Oxford. Yes. Amongst some top of the ten. top teams in the state. year in, year out, multiple uh, state title winners. Awesome. Way to go, Oxford uh, Wildcat ladies. Uh Troy was twenty-fifth, and Royal Oak was twenty-eighth. Interesting. So a good finish there. But we have to call attention to one specific ninth grader. From Rochester High School, Lucy Cook, sixth overall. Out of all that, how many runners? 267. That's a lot. As a freshman, all-state, top six, 
that is a name we're going to be watching. I mean, like Dadamio over at Seaholm and some other of these names, these these legendary runners. I think Lucy Cook is one of those runners that has a chance to win a state title. And she's only a freshman. Only a freshman. Wow. That's a lot. Yeah, and running in the 17s. That's right? insane. Insane. So, congratulations to all the runners. I, I know there is a Clarkston uh, finisher in there I have to call attention to. Uh, elect. Uh, uh, Alexandra Brigham, she was 25th for the Wildcats. Nice the job Wolves, there. Yeah. Or for the Wolves, excuse me. But Mar- Mallory Bigelow, the 19th finisher, top 20, she's their top freshman runner and led the OAA all season. Really? She was phenomenal. That's insane. Phenomenal. So that's the cross-country results. The season has concluded. Mm-hmm. As a parent of a cross-country runner, I am happy for that. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> because it, it, is a, it is a long slog. And the, the the weather gods. We talked about the weather gods. Nice, dry, fast MIS course. Not a mud bog like it's always been for the last five, six years. Well, now they get to get ready for indoor track season. And indoor then there's track. track season. Spring. Are we talking, talking spring? Yeah, but first got to go through the winter. So that'll be I really know, man. Um, and uh, do, do you want to – we didn't do picks? We didn't do picks. You no, know what I mean? we're at 52. So we have time to – uh, have our last say on Adams versus West, West Bloomfield. Bloomfield. Yeah. Ooh, boy. You know, <laughs> what can you say about this game? What can you say? Everything is written up. Everything is set up. Everything is ready to go for this game. It's going to be really interesting. It better be on Bally's. I'm hoping it's on Bally Sports Detroit. If it's not, I'd be really upset. I know the last few games I was a little upset with that, with, with their Yeah, with their the, schedule. The, the games they've picked, yeah. The games they picked. I mean, obviously, two weeks ago we had Chippewa Valley and Troy. That ended up being a disaster. Yes. Um, Instead of, um, and then. Clarkson Oxford. Instead of Clarkson Oxford. Or like, um, and then two weeks, and then two weeks we had A&T against um, River Rouge. I mean, instead of maybe Troy Bloomfield Hills, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. Something like that. Someone's so got to talk to their booker to say, hey, those aren't the classic games. Something. I think this game has to be on Valley Sports Detroit. If it's not, something's wrong. Um, All right, Sam. Okay. Put it down on paper. I'm putting it down on paper right now. You're I think gonna, West Bloomfield gets the revenge oh, on Adams. Oh, oh, I did not see that. I think they're going to get the revenge because Dylan Tatum's going to have a big game against Adams' defense. They have a proven running back situation, Kenneth Jones. Raekwon Nance has improved as a quarterback. I think West Bloomfield defensively is going to do just enough against Sevier that I think it's going to be West Bloomfield that moves on to the regional finals to meet either Rockford or Grand Blank. You were such a Highlander fan, dude. Everything. Praise, praise. But you think they get them. Do you think that when Adams had early in the season, they got... Uh, the young quarterback early. They got to Nance early, yes. They did. And now, I mean, he's not he's a freshman anymore. not a freshman anymore. He's seasoned. He's not a sophomore anymore. I mean, like, a sophomore anymore. Yeah, yeah. He's seasoned. You know what I mean? So, okay. He's seasoned. So, West Bloomfield, you got to score. I got. These these games are tough to they're gonna, pick. They're tough to pick, but I think it's going to be 28 to 24. Ooh. West Bloomfield okay. over Adams. And you've been pretty close on these. If it's a blowout, you usually call it. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. What do we got? 55. Uh, makes me make up my mind quicker. Um, when I saw Adams rolled over Oxford, I'm like, okay, 
it, it's what they say recent recency bias was mm-hmm. like whoa you get all high because you're like yeah man mm-hmm. that what a win what a win and they're rolling and then you hear it's west bloomfield go okay now you got a game this is a game this is different you know each other you know your opponent you have all this time to fix what went wrong in game one and it was a close game in game one i mean it wasn't like three points or anything but game one when they played it was it was manageable it wasn't mm-hmm. some crazy blowout right mm-hmm I think you're right. I think West Bloomfield gets it done. Um, championship experience. Championship experience. The talent is so good that I, I think those guys are so good at these skill positions that they can nullify that. Um, Severe. Yeah. And it'll be really interesting because it's in front of the gold rush. Yes. I mean, if anything, that's why that crowd and the hype around it and having that home field you know that's at least seven points in the high school game. Mm-hmm. And I think you're right. I think it's going to be within seven points or under. So, yeah, I think the the Lakers get it done. You you think they're going to either meet Rockford or Grand Blake? Ooh. Um, I think Rockford. You think they'll meet Rockford? Yeah. It's at Rockford. Yeah, I think it's going to be Rockford as well. Um, now, it'll likely be at a neutral site because, you know, traditionally that's what it's always been. Um, so I think it's so we're, be... we don't know that. I guess we didn't look that up, but it like Okemos or East Lansing. We've seen, Okemos, ga- East Lansing, we've seen games possible. there where these guys, you know, from the East West come together. That's right. usually where they meet usually up. Usually that's where they usually meet up. Yeah. And I think, you know, especially with the OA schools having to go more West, you know, it's yeah. more North and West. Yeah. You know, I think that's going to be the one that's going to be the other side of things going forward there. Um, yeah. But what a game. I can't wait. Um, that going to be I'm a, excited for the fan base. Both a, fan bases. The oh, swap, absolutely. A friend of mine, his son is a uh, offensive and defensive lineman on the JV squad. Mm-hmm. And we heard that those guys are taking part in all the workouts, helping get the, the varsity guys ready to go. He'll be in uniform on the sideline. And, and I think that's important. how exciting is that? That's important, I think, also, because when you are a JV player, to have those extra practices, to work with the varsity, it's really important. You yeah, know what I mean to have. Well, it's reps, but also to see the atmosphere, get mm-hmm. used to. Hey, this means something. This means something. And you're out there working as a team. It, it shows you that it's more than just one person or two. It's absolutely it's the whole JV squad. It is the varsity absolutely. squad. It's gonna be awesome. It's gonna be really interesting to see what happens there in that game. Obviously, yep. so awesome. We're gonna keep an eye on it here. We're gonna watch games very carefully. So. I wish everybody the best of luck this year with trying out for girls basketball this yeah. year at Trasher today. Um, keep an eye on that. Release my girls basketball projections this weekend. Um, so we'll see what happens going forward. Hey, now everybody, I'm signing off here. I'm seeing Timmy here. Take care. God bless, and see you all next week, everybody. See you, Sam. Boy, now is produced by Sammy Tiramina. The views on this show are his and mine alone. Get out there and get a ticket for this Adams versus West Bloomfield matchup. Are you kidding me? This could be one for the ages. That's for, that's it for this edition of OA Now. Beautiful day. Get outside and have some fun. Get some of that vitamin D. We'll see you next week. See ya.